Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This This is is Poog. Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking, legs, alpha, the The mall. mall. Hi. Hi, hi. I'm so excited (laughs) to see you. It's been, it's been, God, a week. A week, yeah. I guess. No, I'm excited to see you. I know you want to talk about clutter, but I just want to talk briefly about, <laughs> about Gua Sha. Have you been doing it? I'm sorry. I need to know. Because you were desperate for Gua Sha. And we were gifted beautifully by Osea and Oh, and Wildling. Wildling. No, gorgeous Gua Sha. So I, of course, like everything else, I was like, this is my new life. <laughs> and what a beautiful ritual. And... It changed, you know, mm-hmm. one night after, one, one day, one morning after a night of heavy crying, I gua shod and I actually mm. did, or gua sha. I'm saying it like the, yeah. Oh. Uh, I, yeah. Um, I gooey sueyed, gooey suad. Um, <laughs> like I was puffy from the crying I'm under my eyes. Yes. And I really did. I went to, I gua shod in the bath, which you can only mm. imagine the luxury of that. I'll just pause and allow you to imagine that yeah. me submerged in the clear water. I don't do oils or I never do soap in the bath. For me, it's just clear, pure water. Is it because your mother told you that that's 
bad for your private parts as a child. How do I put it? Yes. <laughs> I fear fragrance touching my yeah. labia, so to speak. Yeah. Disrupt the pH balance exactly. potentially. I saw a tweet, you know, 400 years ago mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. never left me. I forgot who tweeted <laughs> it, but it was like, stop washing your vagina with soap for two weeks and you're, you know, it'll, it will like return to like its infancy or whatever. <laughs> your, 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 your vulva? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, well, you know, soap only disrupts it like fragrance soap. Anyway. I've been railing against soap. I mean, the, the thing I always say is, do, do you put soap on the inside of your lip? No. You don't put soap on a mucous membrane, right? Exactly. Soap not on the mucous membrane, but on the, the skin. And the inner labia are a mucous membrane. I mean, they're definitely, yeah, yeah. they're more like the inside of a lip than they are the out of it. The outside. Of it. Oh, yeah. No, you don't go inside, dear God. Bleaching your vagina with Irish spring. Yeah, exactly. Or, um, wait, was that the one that was, what was the one that was for all your thousand parts? It was in the name. Oh, like oh. a thousand and one for all a your thousand. thousand. Oh, God, soap ads used to make me so horny. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I can't remember either. Yeah. Were you, did you fall prey to this, the shaving cream? I think, feel like shaving cream has finally been uncovered as a scam. <laughs> right. Like no one uses shaving cream. Like when I started shaving my legs, I remember it was like skin timbits, you know, and I had raspberry mm -hmm. cream, shaving mm -hmm. cream and key lime. And I feel and like felt like a woman kind of. Yeah. And I feel like those were just purged from commerce. I mean, I, I know they still <laughs> exist, but this idea of like, the, so the bar soap, you know, how dare you? But now, I mean, I haven't purchased shaving cream huh, since 2008 when I was a fool. Oh, my God. I don't think I have since 2007. I'll even go so far. No, <laughs> oh my God. no, no. Every once in a while, merely as a desire, you know. Well, you know what brings me back to a shaving cream is a is if there's a new product or innovation. This is how they get me every time. Yeah. And packaging, honestly. Oh, packaging is every fresh packaging item. Like if they're like something new in your shave cream aisle, you know, I. I, <laughs> I once did that. You're actually bringing up for me. I once was seduced in the shaving cream aisle. And this was probably five years ago, easily, yeah. by an alternative to shaving cream. And it was like, this mm. one doesn't foam or something. And it, it was in right. a pump. And it cost, you know, it was more money. And it pre it was preaching how it was a natural alternative. And the, the packaging immediately <laughs> made me feel like I would get my life together if I owned it. And so yes. I bought it and it was hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, because because what is it doing is really the question, right? Well, let's go to the most extreme. If you shaved on dry skin, you're just scraping the. Okay, now you add water and some soap. What's the problem there? Drying. It's bullshit. It's bullshit no. because a little soap should be fine, and you get your moist after while you're Absolutely. still, of course, plump from the seam. I will say one of a one of a an, an investment I made that I do think has paid <laughs> off is in, yes. you know using like actual razor blades in a metal heavy razor that you change out the razor blades, mm, and every time yeah. you do it, it feels like surgery because I always feel like I'm gonna you know. Take the razor blade out, slip, and it's going to drag across my jugular. I, I believe they call it a straight razor, no? Yes. And it does give a close shave, baby, let me tell you. No, I want, I have occasionally those men's, um, those like, <laughs> I'm think, picturing it in Columbus Circle in the Time Warner Center. I, I, I have it in my mind next to the men's J. Crew. They have a special separate men's J. Crew. And next to it is the barber, the high end barber. I love um, men's J. Crew. I've gotten amazing pants at men's J. Crew, amazing shirts. Wow. Button downs well, and jackets. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, classically, the best. Uh, Forever 21 t-shirt was the male gray 
offering, basic offering, oh. far superior to the little cap sleeve they were trying to push Ew. on us. Over Women's it. t-shirts with the V-neck, the cap sleeve. V-neck, cap sleeve, and a goddamn oh. waist. Oh, because that's what I want in a t-shirt. Yeah. I'm not looking for a tailored look. I'm looking for a square to offset and play in conversation with the curves. Yes. Well, it's like the um, belted puffer long winter coats. What's the belt doing? I mean, I've tweeted about this. I won't lie. A couple yeah, winters passed. Okay. <laughs> but the, you know what I'm talking about? The cinching belt of course. on a puffer, a New York puffer, as though that's giving you a little waist, letting them know there's a waist under there. I mean, it's devastating. Uh, yeah. So shaving cream. No and again, I dare you to woo me, right? I dare you to woo me with a new product that makes shaving more exciting, right? And I dare you to woo me, <laughs> Tria. What's that? Tria is like <laughs> is like the laser hair removal brand that was big and oh. Sephora for a long time. And I keep reading, I keep reading different handheld device. Yeah. Talk about talk about a poog bag. I'm about to beg for a at home laser hair removal device. I'm scared though that it'll As like am I. doesn't this thing scary about it? What is the fear? What is it? Like the science of it just escapes my imagination where I'm like, I immediately go cancer. You know, it's like, I don't know, but mm. it's like something about it. I'm like hovering that machine near like my lymph nodes. Like, I'm just like, that's scary. Like the lymph nodes that are in your armpit. Yeah, I know what you mean. And that's why I feel like the legs, <laughs> like the leg is like barely part of the body in a point where i believe you cannot Listen, get cancer from the i leg. thought the legs were neutral i thought nothing <laughs> could happen in them or on them no, no but right so was it you that told me i mean god yes, bless laura like linney someone... laura linney in the big c the mole and skin cancer on the leg yes a yes. mole on the leg caused skin yes. cancer that is i thought the legs meant nothing i thought they were purely aesthetic I. it's so scary and then also you know things can happen in the legs blood clots can happen in the legs well right? here we go okay Don't. because no no i'm not i'm not going to i'm not going to i'm not going to but i've heard you know this is classic the calf is the second heart what oh wait maybe it was long i'm not sure but, it, <laughs> it must but be like, you know it's gotta pump it back up <laughs> okay i don't know i forget but, th but there's more to the calf than we've seen that meets the eye oh i saw a thing online when i was looking up nausier frequencies okay in connection with you said nausier and i got nauseous immediately <laughs> what do we anything there <laughs> but keep what, going nausea you mean the word nausea i was immediately nauseous you said nausea and immediately got nauseous but it could be I pure coincidence yeah but it felt it just conjured nausea and then and now guess what i'm nauseous fully i know why it's because i had a cold brew like a goddamn idiot wait okay yeah, wait. what's nausea so nausea and i don't know if i'm pronouncing right n-o-g-i-e-r i assume french nausea frequencies are these frequencies of pulsed light Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. If the light is being pulsed, it helps you more. This is the red light. This is something I'm new and into. Oh sure. We were sent a gorgeous, gorgeous panel by Lightpath LED from Jersey. Lightpath LED, incredible. I've posted on the, the generosity. On the, on the, um, on one, the of the, one of the hugest poo gets. Imaginable. One of the biggest, probably the heaviest piece of machinery we've gotten. Heaviest piece of machinery I own. And I've been throwing, I've been putting my foot on it for the soft tissue healing. Um, mm. 147 is the frequency I've been using. So the Nogia frequencies are different frequencies. And they all align with the ways that various tissues in the body naturally vibrate. So you you send the light in at that frequency and it heals and it lowers inflammation. And, uh, you know, mm. it's, it's also, it's, it's a, a fabulous situation of... Um, a variety of benefits, which, you know, I know makes some raise their ears. If it promises to do everything, then it probably does nothing. However, there are some studies. But but anyway, the nausea frequencies, the red light. What? How did we get there? You said nausea. I said I'm nauseous. I know. But why did I say nausea? Lymph nodes. 
shaving. Oh, well, I wanted to say. Oh, Tria. So laser hair removal. COVID was especially hard for me because guess who was investigating laser hair removal right before COVID took? Whenever I get anything <laughs> waxed, they always have to tell me what a great candidate mm. I am for laser. I'm like, yes, because I have dark hair, pale skin. Right. And I've always been scared. It's, it seems like a lot of time spent, not to mention the money spent, but it's like, oh, you know, 85 years of waxing. Yeah. What's that going to do? Yeah, I've thought, you know, is there a sisterhood of the Tria, right? At, you know, in, in lean times, is it you, <laughs> you and three friends go in on a Tria? And since you're only supposed to do it, like, I forget how often, but like, it's within a reason where you could pass how much the does Tria it cost? off. I mean, it's only a couple hundred bucks. It's not, you know. Uh, calling all Tria, send a couple <laughs> down the pipeline. And I, I, I just, this is one of these cycles of me reading reviews that hasn't led to a purchase, which which devastates me because, I mean, this is all supposed to be in service of purchase, right? Right. All these articles are supposed to be driving us to purchase. Oh, yeah. And so when I read these articles and I don't purchase, something's gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. When they've made yeah. it hard for me to choose. Yeah. I just, yeah. So I'm, I'm struggling with that. But I like that idea. Like what recently have I researched and then not purchased? <laughs> like there's these ongoing ones where like there was like seven years where I was like, in the market for a coffee table. Like literally oh, couldn't find forever a in the single market. one. Me single too. one I liked. Hashtag me too on that. I can't find a goddamn <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> Truly. It's been years. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. No, it's impossible to find a coffee table that isn't $750. They're $750 and they you don't love it, right? I've never loved a single one. Or they're 1200 you love it, but you're not going to spend 1200 I go through these phases where I'm convinced, you know, that, well, the apartment therapy, you know, um, beat my mind into believing that Lucite is the only option in a small space. Clear, clear coffee table, reveal the rug, looks more spacious, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. There's these apartment therapy things that have that have locked in my mind. You, I do, do you that? read apartment therapy at all? No, I have no idea what you're referencing, in fact. See, that's incredible to me because they have they have taken so much time to a website. Um, it's called apartmenttherapy.com and it's about <laughs> decor. Uh, it's about decor. It's about, you know, it's a lot of people posting like... Um, well, it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. It's incredible you're saying this because I'm desperate for a new coffee table. I'm desperate for a new couch. Like I'm, I'm feeling deeply. The Marie Kondo book is sitting on my table. I haven't cracked it yet but I plan to do an evening crack should I get to it. But I am suddenly it's happening where I'm looking around going, it all must go yes, like yes. the violent fury that I'm directing toward a certain lamp in my home right now Oh yeah, that I picked out. Right. Or I didn't even pick it out. It was just like, that'll do, oh. you know, and, and living with those objects, it just, it casts a certain light on the day, metaphorically and literally, if it's a lamp you don't love, you know. This is one of the biggest questions in my life, okay? Because I've always believed wrongly, or I used to believe, like, my surroundings shouldn't affect my mood. Of course, of course. Okay, I'm like, (laughs) then what am I? Fries above. Right, right. If I I can't lift myself above being affected by a a lamp, then then I've got problems, (laughs) right? So it's like... The lamp is everything. Yes. Okay, and I am a... um, In my pursuits of productivity models, I have worked my way through the Marie Kondo, GTD, getting things done. Mm. Has you you do get rid of a lot of shit because you are looking through everything. But I've read some other ones like 
Throw Out 50 Things, I think, was a book. It was called Throw Out 50 Things. How often? Well, this was so <laughs> radical that it was like, well, let's let's talk after you do 50, honey. <laughs> okay, because the effects will be so grand. Okay, that it's almost like it's not even getting to the next 50. It's like, just it's like talk to me after 50. See, okay? that's kind of cool because I once had a therapist be like, yeah. every Sunday, get rid of 10 things or something. And it could be a small thing, but like... Interesting. Anyway, needless to say, I left him. But um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm not. I'm not sure. I like quick tips <laughs> from um, a therapist. In case he's listening, I got a lot from him, and I wrote him a beautiful letter when I left. No, of course. And I terminated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the termination letters I've sent, honey. The throw out fifty things. She's like the throw out fifty things. A number does something. Okay that that gets you in a different kind of kind of rhythm and then like you know she's like in the book she's like and one woman called and said like i'm on the fifth item and the sixth is my husband <laughs> oh wow okay but the marie kondo and of course anything that's that big of a reference i'm going to run from you know right of course okay i read marie when it was whatever okay i don't i don't even know but the, the and I'm tired of hearing other people talk about it, right? <laughs> of I'm tired of hearing people say spark joy, you know. Well, Marie Kondo has been exhausted. It's it's like in us. It's like those certain cultural moments that happen and then they become absorbed into your DNA and you pass it on to your children. <sighs> like if I were to have a child, it would be like grafted onto their yeah. DNA. It would be a knowledge of Marie Kondo. Yes. But the one thing that I sometimes struggle with in condo, or at least this is the thing that's popped up in my mind. Okay. Okay. Here's what it is. I turn to throwing things out when full of extreme rage. Okay. Okay. Productive. No. Well, yeah, but it's, a, there's something a little hateful in it. Okay. That <laughs> after feels a little sad. Like now part of it's because I personify or whatever, anthropomorphize or something. Oh God. Objects. And so I go through that whole thing of weeping of, for the oh I weep for a for a broken clipboard. Yes. And and can't throw away anything with eyes. You know, anything with eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um and oh, it's like impossible. gently laying it and go with your friends and all and all that kind of stuff. The so imagination of a future self. Like every object that's why it's so hard to part with clothes or anything. It's like this idea of your future self mm. missing it, wanting it. it, could finally because so many purchases are aspirational. It's imagining what that person is who owns that thing and you could be that person and so parting with that yes. is just devastating uh, remind me about going to the mall okay and what going to the mall means and then yeah okay but rage rage throwing out i want to talk about rage throwing out when we're back from the break is why remind i'm saying me about remind the, sen me the sentimentality i once had as a child attached okay, to a face certain your, object go face yourself in the ads okay it's time for self-reflection enjoy the ads Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Okay, and we're back. I'll just say that, please, because I used to have extreme, definitely some OCD attachment there to objects, and I would anthropomorphize everything, and yeah. I just I couldn't throw away anything. And I have a strong memory. And also, when I was younger, I had such problem with things changing. Like my mom getting a haircut, yeah. I was like, how dare you, whore? You know? <laughs> Did she like, get it very short? Was it like that? No, not even. It just was like, I miss those inches, you know? Like, and because also my, my dad mother reacted negatively when my mother like cut it, like cut it like in a fashion short style. <gasps> I remember. I'm so sorry. I'm interrupting. But just no, I no. remember seeing a car come down our driveway. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I saw the shape of, of someone's <laughs> hair in the car. So there's some woman here, okay? And it was my mother. Okay, but oh, she had wow. she had gotten that that haircut and it was, you know, it's astonishing the way that the world thinks they're owed your long locks. I know, it's true. And my mom, God bless her, has a 
serious sensitivity to like trees and like the trees in the neighborhood that my childhood is really it's like driving around with her and going oh my god they butchered it like my mom would react to the way trees have been pruned in the neighborhood and like it was a real source of pain for her and i remember specifically once it sounds like i'm making this up her pulling over there was this one tree (laughs) on this one corner that was just like beautiful tree and the presumably (laughs) the owner of the home was on the lawn and my mom pulled over and was like what happened you know and he was like oh yeah like it had you know this in the trunk or whatever and my mom was just like beside herself oh my god and even still she'll be like well they're trimming the trees across the street and <laughs> I don't, or, or like i've had to soothe her and be like because they she was worried a tree in front of my parents house had been overly pruned and she was like well there's more light now so and i was like yeah there is and i had to like continually say that to her to soothe her because she was so right. devastated and right. so inherited some of that and i just remember my parents again so being adverse to change and noticing that my parents like i mean i mean i must have been eight or something i don't know the toilet seat was different Mm. like my parents and i shared a bathroom and i was like went in and i was like the fuck is this shit and i remember being like so were you going to tell me or (laughs) and by the way (laughs) and like you know it had broken or something and they were like oh it broke and i was so furious and i remember feeling like this like i'm like we sat on that i've been sitting on that my whole life totally and truly longing for it and and what's even more bizarre is in my memory i have a memory of taking the old toilet seat and having it in my closet there's no way that happened but i have the memory of like putting the toilet seat in my maybe closet you brought it in there for like a little bit and they said no <laughs> like maybe like or maybe you said like can i keep it in my closet i and think like, maybe i did god. and they were like god no like you envisioned the future self i yeah. envisioned it i have the memory of the toilet seat in my closet with a crack in it but there's no way that happened i had a little piece of rubber that my dad uh <laughs> got for me <laughs> Okay. Because I lost my mind when he like traded in his car. That was the car oh. that like we used to like hit the town and whatever <laughs> on Saturdays. Like like I would basically like on Saturdays, my dad would do some errands and I would join him and it was called hitting the town. <laughs> and- I'm going to weep. <laughs> that's so sweet and, and i loved it obviously and like sometimes like it would involve like you know oh maybe we'll go to the place that has the donuts or whatever it was like you know obviously food is always central and i want kids the story is all it takes <laughs> continue and it was like one day i come out and there's a new car there and i'm like wait what okay where's the mazda okay oh like no one thought to tell me and like i wept i mean because the mazda the mazda was like <laughs> Honey, as someone who who has a Mazda, I can only and imagine. And it was the kind, like, it had no back seats, so it was, like, special. <laughs> okay, It's, like, a little, like, I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing of the Mazda, but I was really upset. And then my dad found, like, a little piece of some kind of rubber thing <laughs> that had been part of the car. That's sweet. And I like, clutching it, like, in my room. <laughs> and, like, I, I think it's still among my things. Like, Oh, yeah. Because there's no day where... But a huge... And this is a clutter question, but, like, holding on to, like, what gets passed down... Mm-hmm. like family heirloom style slash like when they're cleaning out well i am big on perusing estate sales okay i rarely purchase anything but i look online and i'll go through like 300 pictures that are taken within someone's house of all their shit and it like you know it tells a real story by the way i'm not, i have one other i have another friend who's really into the estate sale scene completely forgot that was an option that's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. But it's not entirely what you're going to do, okay? Because it can okay. become exhausting, in an, but we could do it together, okay? Wait, do you promise? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So even more than condo, okay, 
if you go through 300 photos of an estate sale, like they go into the closets. Sometimes they've already laid it out and made it all organized. But then there's some times where they're just like open a closet and they take a shot. And that goes on the thing. Oh, okay. God. And it really, for me, is an exercise in understanding uh, mortality. I was going to say, I mean. And clutter and mortality are intertwined deeply because yeah. in a way, when I look at an estate sale and I see pile, some shit piled in someone's closet, okay, it makes me understand that one day these items will be trash, right? <laughs> they might be trash yeah. that someone wants to pick through or yeah. pay for or whatever, right? But it's all trash. It will be trash. It will not go it, on yeah. forever, right? So th- that's one thing about objects that's really weird. Like it's, this is very this is very profound. <laughs> and but I, it, I I oh sorry no I just no, I was no. just gonna tell you further about my rage the other day. Um, so I got like angry and whatever, and then I wanted to do something with it other than lay down limp because mm-hmm. that's my depressive like old habits. And I <laughs> instead of going limp, I'm like, what can I do with it? And I'm like, literally, I'm like, do I punch a wall? OK, <laughs> I was like, do I you know, it's it's, it's weird because it seems like punching a wall would be something that someone just does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I've done things like that after contemplating it, you know, um, Oh. I'm trying to think what I what I tried to destroy. Yeah, like like should I go punch a well? Will that provide any satisfaction? So it's just this, and I was like, all right, I'll dump some stuff because what happens? I start looking around, and I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, okay, objects, (laughs) okay, and I'm like, it's a mix of self hatred. I'm trying to think, like, what would I look around like furious? Oh, like like the paint thing, like you know, just this paint can, like, come on, you're never gonna finish it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 a little bit, but it it feels a little bit more like I'm rageful, and so I'm a little less sensitive, okay? And I'm a little less. It's like only in my rage do I discover a non-sensitive person, okay, Mm. who doesn't give a shit about the feelings of the object that needs to be fixed that I'm gonna instead just throw out, okay? Yeah. And so I feel this slight thrill of my monstrosity. Oh yeah. As I put the shit and drag it out to the curb. I drag it to the yeah. curb. Like, like kind of like cold and unfeeling. Like st- I stomped my way to the dumpster. Sounds very freeing. And a lot of it for me, and this is an ADD, but it's like the things that I perceive as projects to be mm-hmm. that are not projects to be. I mean, if you, if you let yourself save anything that you could use for like a craft or a DIY, you're fucked because that's literally every object except for shit, piss, and <laughs> and then and there is Jesus, there is piss Christ or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, even piss so Christ, even piss yeah. Christ. <laughs> I, I, oh god. What year? What year is piss Christ? Like in my, is it ninety eight or is it like? Oh, no, I, th- I want to say it's earlier nineties. It's like almost yeah, yeah. eighty nine. And people freaked out, right? They were like, "This is not art." Yeah, <laughs> but I, because we're talking about this, and I'm kind of glancing around my living room, being like. God, the things I hold on to. And this question of taste comes up, right? Of like, do I even know what I like? What objects? No, I do know what I like. Like uh, you see an object, you like it. Mm -hmm. Ideally, then it becomes yours and you have a home filled with objects that you adore. But I hate when there's something up that I don't like. I know. Why does it always happen? I always I always choose nothing over something. Now, right now, my my walls in here are covered with movie posters. Okay, it's sort of a I'm kind of going a different approach, right? Like I'm going a like teenage sort of not being precious, but then in the actual home, so to speak, the living room, I'm very precious. Like almost nothing's on the wall because I just can't put something up and then hate it. 
I mean, that's a real feeling. Have you ever torn things down off a wall? Only once blinds in my New York apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> the like blinds were stuck or something. And I think I was like, yes, something happened where I was rageful. This was a moment of rage. And I ripped. I took the string because they were always stuck or something. And I just ripped and the blinds just straight just flew off the wall. And then I, with a hammer and nail, nailed a towel up. <laughs> it's my early 20s you know of and course. and just being so angry and then i'm sorry i'm just checking in with the rage that i felt in that moment but no things that you don't like on the walls i don't really struggle with that as much because i am very precious about what i put actually up on a wall but it's just the i'm really focusing a lot of rage right now on my coffee table and i feel bad because it is it, it because i brought up the coffee table concept no i've been i've been focused on the coffee table okay. for years truly but where does true clutter exist in the old fashioned sense of piles of things? I mean, like, like piles. what my desk is right now is two huge folding tables pressed together. OK. Yeah. And I have these folding tables because so much time was slipping away to me searching for the perfect desk. Right. And wanting it to be beautiful and inspiring and all these things, but also completely functional to a point. And that that just is not going to exist. I mean, it would take major efforts. Right. So my friend was like, the best desk is a folding table. And I was like, damn. And this is someone who, who really, know, <laughs> really knows decor. <laughs> okay, and he's yeah. like, best desk is a folding table. I was like, <gasps> and then I was put at ease. Okay. It was a certainty. You mean like a plastic folding table? Yeah. Okay. Because they're strong as hell. <laughs> wow. Because they're meant to hold like, you know, serious weight. There's tons of space underneath. I've made peace with a lot of clutter. I'm trying to think what, what what in my house right now that is cluttered haunts me. I'm haunted by my, and this is a Marie Kondo thing or, or not. I haven't read the book, but I'm going to attribute it to her regardless. But just this idea of like a place for everything, right? Like I'm now aware, like I don't have the drawer space. My drawers are permanently open. There's always something hanging yes. out of them or I'm shoving them close with the fury of 10,000 lives lost. Like I'm like... I'm shutting them. Yeah. You know, there, there isn't room. Okay. There is not room. I need deeper, big drawers. You know, modular storage solutions is both one of my- Is that plastic you know, though? No, modular storage solutions is just a term I enjoy saying. Okay. Because it's ridiculous. I've heard you say it. I, I have a joke about being on Adderall, about being on Adderall and how I'm super focused, but only on modular based storage <laughs> solutions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's true that like on Adderall, like my interest in vertical storage, et cetera, goes up. Vertical wow. storage is another huge concept where suddenly you look around your home and you realize you have so much space. Whoa. For shel vertical shelving. Okay. So anyway, but but here here's here's the trouble, okay? Because I I have broken down in many a container store. I've almost never had a successful visit to the container store. It ain't cheap. There it is. Okay, there it is. Well, that's what was so haunting. I went to the container store to get some hideous disaster relief plastic drawers. I remember you doing <laughs> like, that. I remember really? you doing that this years ago. Yeah, are... and I remember being like. These are plastic drawers that bring you to hell. Oh, yeah. There's nothing even remotely pleasant about them. Just and I was like, college I dorm. thought I assumed, yeah, college dorm. I assumed like, oh, what are they going to charge me? Like $45, $50. Right. And then I look at the price tag. <laughs> that was over $100. See, here's what I don't understand. Okay. No, no. And I, I mean. I can't tell you how strongly I feel about this. Okay. In particular with, with I container know, I feel it coming out of you. Here's the problem. Okay, if you have container store level money, then why are you at the container store? You should be doing it custom. You have money for custom solutions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, Alpha? Like it's, Alpha? Well, I mean, El you know, Alpha's like 
one of the things that like haunts me and calls to me in the night. Like like Alpha will is a siren song. Okay? Alpha to, and, for those who don't know, and I barely know. I've only seen it at the container store. It's like a storage yes. solution. It's their marquee item. Okay, it's their it's their marquee. What does it cost? Twelve hundred dollars for a consultation phone call. Yeah, and containers are recently done a weird thing where they've switched it to closets. I don't know. It's, it's very weird. But the presence of Alpha, I, I go. I can't. I, the, the, the time I've spent on Alpha, okay, it, on the website or what? Website in person and <gasps> alone in my head, alone in my head. I had no idea I was hitting a nerve like this. Okay, no, Alpha. Alpha is like, like now I'm actually. <laughs> I don't want to use the terms of the time because I was going to say triggered. Okay, but like it's it's like go for it. No, it's too humiliating. Okay, but it's like it's like I wasn't triggered yet. People actually misuse trigger a lot. I learned this in therapy. I misused the word trigger, and my therapist was like, "That's actually the incorrect use of triggered." But anyway, okay, give it to me. By the way, I, I forgot. I think I moved on. I was too injured, so I didn't ask her to explain. <laughs> but I think people it's like people often misuse projection too. Like people think projection is like, oh yeah, you're projecting that onto me. Or I'm projecting onto you. No, projection, projection right, is a is classic error. Classic error. And so, and even here, so it's like... projection as a concept is actually quite it's, hard. It's like, it's hard to hold in your head. So here's projection. Projection is like, yeah. I'm looking at you and I'm like, you stole my cup, right? <laughs> and then it's like, actually, I stole your cup. And I'm projecting onto you that you stole my cup. Right. Because I haven't resolved the fact that I stole your cup. <laughs> you were holding a cup in that moment. That's all I have. So it's like me, like, like typically, I think among you yes. know lovers, so to speak, it's like, you're cheating on me. You're flirting right. with this person or whatever. And it's like, actually, maybe it's your own shit that you're you're so distrustful of your own self that you're taking it out. You're imagining, you're projecting what is going on with you onto the other person because it's easier for you to reckon it with, with it kind of on them than it is to really reckon it with it within yourself. And once again, I cannot be sure that I'm correct, but I think I am. All right, we, we do have to go to break. Trigger warning, we're at a break. <laughs> <laughs> if ads trigger you, it's time for your favorite part of the show, Advertisement. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. 
HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Jacqueline, what were you saying about Alpha? Oh, right. Well, I just, I realized I was able, I was speaking from this kind of dead-end intellectual place about modular storage solutions, like, because it's almost like someone bringing up something that's just like such a big part of your life that you're just like, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you can't even engage. Yeah, and like, yeah. it wasn't it's until <laughs> I started looking at my own closet and thinking about some of my recent plans around Alpha that I actually felt like the, the complex being activated in me. Like, I feel mm. a little bit panicked right now, like, because I go through periods where I let go. And then there are moments of, well, all I'll say is I want to talk just a tiny bit more about the container store, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. please. I was hoping you would. So I've had these sort of breakdowns there, similar in Ikea, but these sort of moments where I can't put it together all in my head. The cost is a huge issue. I mean, if it were free, I'd probably walk out of there with something. Okay. Yeah. What happens is I end up abandoning my cart. By the way. The cart to container store is laughable. Sorry to interrupt, but it's like, you know, I can't put the containers in the cart, right? Like that's what happened. <laughs> they're too small. When I was having the worst day of my life when I went to the container store and was shocked to find the plastic hideous uh, drawers that, that threw me into the deepest depression imaginable that were so ugly. I could hardly believe I was going to bring them home, let alone spend money on them. And then I'm, I can fit one in the cart and it's spilling out. Anyway, this is deeply no, boring. I, Continue. It's not that boring, and because because honestly, cart to the container store. Hey, it's like what am I even? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I agree that the cart's not big enough, and I I, I and it, it is embarrassing for a store called the Container Store to have an essential container problem. And you'd be like, own. by the way, I dare you to contain what we sell. I they dare will, you. Like 
anyway. No, but it's it's dark in there, and um and yes, yeah, so I just I have these moments of crisis in there, and cost is part of it. So and then expensive. I leave. I mean, I I just and I do this thing where I go back and forth, okay, between online and the store. Do you lie when you leave a store and go? I'll come back. I my whole life. Oh, I'll be back. No, no, my whole <laughs> they don't life. Care. It's like the, my narcissism. I'm like I'm like God. You know what? I have to pop out, but I'll be no, back. No, it's the it's the classic. Um, I'm like if it's if it's a boutique. Oh, boutique, oh, boutique. No, please. No, no, I, well, I'm ill. Okay, I'll I'll do it to a point of. Um, I'll be like, can I volunteer here on the weekend? <laughs> Like my fear of just leaving. I'm literally like, I'm like, so, um, oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Look at my phone. What time are you guys open tomorrow? What time, what do, you time open do you open is a huge way to safely exit a, co- a okay, space and then, of commerce. And then this kind of, okay, I can work with, gosh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. no. What about Sunday? Yeah. And also it's like, it's a false promise. Okay. In order to, in order to, I mean, I, I've had this at restaurants a couple of times, um, where, I leave. We talked about this. But we had to have. When you sit down at a restaurant and you're like, I'm not happy here. I have to leave now. <laughs> yes. And and, and like so they've upsetting. only brought you the water. Although in New York, a lot of times the it's basket. due to service. Okay. A lot of times it's due to service. And so what's funny, because you ever get seated at a restaurant and then ignored, maybe you get water. Okay. Yeah. From <laughs> from like like someone who, because it's, it's the higher ups, aka the waiters themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore you. Okay. You might get water from... What's the job? Or, yeah. 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 Okay. You might get a water placed on you, but it, it, anyway, all right, let, let me just pull this back. This is becoming weird and classes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to say. I feel like a lot of times what ends up happening is you don't actually need to do a performance of why you're leaving because they're so, they don't care. They're not even paying attention no. because the service was bad. They don't even notice. I center myself. I'm like, the whole restaurant's going to notice if I leave. I, I also am very careful to, if I, Go and I'm looking in a window. Oh, this is this is another one. <laughs> this is really sick. It's not even for the restaurant. It's for the diners inside the restaurant because I want them to feel like they made a good choice. Okay, so <laughs> if I step up to the window of a restaurant and I look at the menu, okay, in the vestibular area, again, okay, I'm studying the menu. Okay, then, then I kind of like I kind of like glance at mm. some diners. Yeah, I give them like yeah. I, I, mm. I, I make I basically do a performance on the sidewalk of walking away, not due to me being dissatisfied with what I right, saw on the menu. It's, right, right, right. I mean, it's it's ill. It's um, that's so that funny. is fun. Um, Free samples also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the need to right, so I abandon things. The they, performance of the free sample, yeah. Like, oh, oh is, my god! Like, this is really so now. I, uh, now, like, like. Oh my god! I'm not gonna get it today, but I mean, yeah, that's yeah. The, this is going on my bucket list, folks. Exactly. We'll buy it today, but I'll be back. <laughs> One time I said I'm ill. One time I said in a grocery store there was a boar's head um, rep. Okay, there with a with a <laughs> folding table. Was he single? <laughs> With a folding table and some free samples and a big sign that said something like, you know, blah, 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 supermarket welcomes Boar's Head, okay? And I don't know, I I, I find Boar's Head a pretty trustworthy deli brand. <laughs> and I literally, yeah. just, I don't know, I just said, I couldn't help myself. I just said, I'm so excited to see the presence of Boar's Head here at Price Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what flew out of me. The other one, the other one, are you ready? This one is another one that's absurd. Again, it's very, very like me and consumerism. And we say it a lot around here because it's an example of me. It, what I don't even know what this is. Maybe you can mm-hmm. assess it. But it's like me and Chris <laughs> had gotten the like Best Buy brand television, a.k.a. the Dynex. Now they've since replaced it with another brand name within the thing. OK, but at the time it was the Dynex. 
Okay. okay. And it's kind of like budget, relatively. It's not the Sony. It's not the whatever. You're getting the right. Best Buy brand. And then we were walking in New York, and I saw another couple carrying a, a brand new Dynex, okay, in the box. Wow, the community that fosters. Yeah. <laughs> and I leaned, no, it was great. I leaned at them. I just, I just sort of leaned in, but with a posture that implied I was going to continue moving. This was, it was Subway. It was like yeah, in Subway. Okay, okay. And, and I just go, I just go, you're going to love your Dynex. Wait, 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 wait. Were you holding your Dynex or you just saw no, them? I, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure you holding your Dynex and them holding them. No, no, but me alone, actually, with no... Alone? I mean, it's actually quite no weird. No anchors, anchorless. No, no, I'm sorry. I keep fucking that stuff. No, I mean, I mean, it was me and Chris. Okay, okay. Was, I went rogue and just, I, you know, elbow Chris. Oh, my God, they've got a Dynex. Look, Chris, look, Chris. Oh, my God, there must be... Because we were, we were pleasantly surprised by the quality of our Dynex, okay? That's the whole thing. We got big screen. Okay, yeah. we got big screen for reasonable whatever. And so I just I wanted them to know that they might have made that purchase going, you know, oh, is it, we'll see. Is it a bummer? It's yeah. not Sony, et cetera. And I just want to know you're going to love your Dynex. I think it's so sweet. I love it. Uh, now I'm, I'm in the mood for Best Buy. You know, what's so sad about, about Best Buy. Not what? really, but I mean, it's not a big deal, but I, it does bum me out sometimes. It's funny. It bums me out. What? Some people call Best Buy the Amazon showroom. <laughs> Oh, no, I've never heard that. <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh. That's brutal. Isn't that devastating? Like, you go there to test out the product and then you order it on. <laughs> I've never sad. heard it. That's it's brutal. So, it's so sad. Things like that really, like, like I consider myself a woman of letters, okay? Yes, and of like, course. And, and yet, like, I think this is a pro of my personality, is that I can recognize genius in the profane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and I think, like, the Amazon showroom joke is huge. Oh, that's hysterical. It's like a comedic genius said that. Ugh. You know anyone who's really funny but isn't a comedian? <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. No, no, I was... I was, I was, Wait, I was I leg- not, actually cut out for a second. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I was legitimately asking if you know anyone who's really funny, like... Who isn't a comedian. Not a comedian. And who, and uh, given you and me being in comedy, the question is like, you meet these people and you're like, oh God, just, do we tell them? Like, thank God they're not getting in the biz. <laughs> oh my God. Because there are natural talents. There are natural talents all over this world, right? Of course. And, you know. Mostly unrewarded. And without the desire. I mean, the desire is the defining thing, right? The desire to be in comedy is more of a predictor of being in comedy than being funny, certainly. Being funny, of course, of course. And, and, and you know, I think that's true of a lot of things. Mm. Um, but wait, but wait. I want to go back to clutter. Yeah. Yes, so do I. And decluttering. Yeah. No, but you said something earlier about the future self that I think will be a recurring uh, concept here. Um, I mean, that is what Poog is, essentially. It's like this imagined future self that you're running toward. Right. The the crisis of the of the future self. Um, I always felt it was a real, it was almost like a mystical realization for me about the mall. That if you look around when you're at the mall. Ew, sorry. I'm just like personally cringing. That's what Poog is. I'm like, as soon as I said it, I was like, I hate myself. But keep going, keep going. (laughs) I was completely seduced by the idea. What is that like corporate speak in me? Like that need to like. Oh, totally. Like, like, and that's what Poog is. that's kind of the thesis of Pig, the podcast right here. Yeah. No, I, I know. I know. But I think there's context. I think there's Thank context. You. But, but you know, I cut you off as usual. Continue. The mall, the mall, the mall. I just had this mystical realization looking around the mall and looking at people. Okay. That 
that why do you go to the mall? Okay, in theory, there's some things. Oh, well, I, I actually need a new pair of shoes for the, the job, and so-and-so could use this or that and whatever, and I have a return it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you know the reasons. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed m me playing them out for you. <laughs> okay, but it was like it was like the realization was like on some level, on some deeper level, like the mall is all about the future self, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the future is, in theory, even you later that day when you bring the things home from the mall. <laughs> okay, but it was this realization that everyone at the mall that day – in my mind, it's like they've looked down at themselves, their clothes, their shoes, their makeup, whatever it is. They looked down and they were like, hey, I'm better than this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. To me, that's the subtext <laughs> of, of, of everyone at the mall. So they're walking around shopping for something that matches up to what they believe they are. Absolutely. Could be. What does the mall mean to you? Oh, I love this question. And I know it's the opposite of, of decluttering. Okay. Well, I used to really spend time at the mall. I mean, I'm a okay, California gal. And so the mall that I used to frequent, well, immediately I'm just like, they had a hot dog on a stick and they had a sticker store. So I'm going mm -hmm. back to early memories. I was quite yes. young. But <laughs> the hot dog and the stickers were your, were your, were the lure. The hot dog, I th I'm picturing a hot dog on a stick, the stickers, the sticker store. And then growing up a little bit and like people getting their ears pierced there. I've never got my ears pierced. But this is this is kind of the American crisis that we're in, right? Kind of everything being on Amazon. You mean now they're still not pierced? What? They're still not pierced? They're still not pierced. Wow. Yeah. I'm now I'm actually afraid that if I pierce my ears, like my chi will be disrupted and like my personality will slip out. Not that I'm so desperate to hold on to my personality, but... <laughs> But your chi. But I have so much hair that my ears almost don't need to exist. But I actually... Every like two years, I get kind of interested in the idea of piercing my ears. Anyway, I got them pierced in first grade. Talk about that after. Wow. I know. It's shocking. I think the mall, the mall was a place for, well, it's so sad because we have no sacred communal space anymore. So the mall used to be one of the places where you would go to truly just perform being alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you would just go there and there would be people there and that was enough. And that was a really vital social me, reality. That's really it was the interesting. Mall. Of course, it was about community for you. I mean, for me, it was. I mean, it's, community. It's, <laughs> so sad. Like, never spoke to a single person, but just that feeling of just oh, just being well, assured be that mall? you're in fact alive. Yes, being assured that like you're look, participating. You're buying something. There's lunch. You'll take it home. <laughs> that's pretty good. Like, I feel no. It's it's very much. Um, God, a haunted hall of God. desires. Yeah. No, but it is the same thing. It, it's a similar feeling to me because there's a there's an excitement. There's a sense of possibility and transformation. Okay. That, Absolutely. That it's a liminal space for transformation. Mall is deeply liminal. And Deep also it's liminal ritual. Because I remember like my my like my me and my best friend around, you know, age twelve, it was like we'd get driven to the mall by one of our parents. And we would, you know, be let free. It was like one of the first places we were like able to be alone. Yes. And the body shop was really big for us. Bath and oh Body my Works. God. Actually, that was one of the early, that was the early places where I learned the thing that you, that you had a body. appreciate yeah. in me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The fact that I'm willing, like I'll buy a product and use it versus save it. I know. And you've really, it's rubbed off. I learned that via sun ripened raspberry shower gel is how I learned that. See, because I would have saved that for years. Yeah. Yeah, and my friend did, and I remember going to her house like a couple months later and seeing it like not even opened, and I just, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, and it was like because she doesn't want it to be over, right? Yeah. I mean, I just remember being like, 
but why aren't you using it? And I was like, because I don't want it to be done. I don't want to be over because then I won't have any to use. And I'm like, you're living in that reality now because you're not using it. I mean, it's, it's, it's simultaneously so obvious and not obvious. No, it's so because not obvious. profundities are exactly that. Are they not? Okay. Completely obvious and impossible. You, I think about you daily. I started using the squalane like phytoretinol because phytoretinol, I was like, why? Like, yes. Just start using it. Pump it out. And I would normally be like, the oh, just a squeeze for me. But I'm like, no, two pumps. Here we go. And seeing the amount go down the bottle is actually turning me on. It used to terrify me. I go, oh, no, it's yes. the hourglass <laughs> life slipping away. Soon the bottle will be empty. And then what? And then right. what? Right. But now it actually feels like useful and I'm chipping away and I'm <laughs> I'm I'm dealing with loss through seeing the product diminish in the bottle. You have to think of it. No, this is huge. I say goodbye every day. And you day. don't have that with food. You, you never, you don't save food in that way, right? No. So you just need to think of it like you do with food where you drive yourself through the experience, okay? Yeah. You drive yourself through and that is life. You take big bitefuls of life. And, and yeah, no, there's no greater hell than using a product just a little bit less than you actually need on your skin for a longer period of time. That's hell. No, burn through it. And if you can't afford another bottle at the end of the, the ride, then you yeah, can't afford yeah, another yeah. bottle of the course. end of the ride. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I feel I feel <sighs> elevated. I feel boosted somehow by the mall. No, because it's so sad. I feel just talking about the mall makes me happy. <laughs> but, but here's the other thing I just want to say. The mall now has become a space of horror because of how rampant shootings are in America. That <laughs> the last few times I go to a mall, all I'm thinking about, every duffel bag carries a gun. Just when it's going to hit. Man, yeah, I'm just like... It's coming, right? And it's like, am I really going to go down in the Apple store? Like, is that what it's going to be? I mean, that's where I deserve to go down. But it's like, (laughs) but but it's like, yeah, and malls being extinct and we don't see, there's no place to actually, the internet has no temperature. The internet has no, there's no architecture to it, right? And so we buy things on the internet and they're they're just, it's it's meaningless, right? And of course, all the labor and the horror disappears and we don't really see it. It's like, we want to touch objects and feel it. I want to physically go to a goddamn place. I want to earn my tank top. Like, I want to go somewhere and wrestle with that and- and lock eyes with someone else yes. looking at the tank top going, I don't know, what do we think? And then you make a new friend or you fall in love. <laughs> no, I want, this is why I think Blockbuster could come back and still succeed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because here's the thing. This is huge. Okay. Because going and seeking a movie with the fear, first of all, of it not being available, literally <laughs> like it might be out and then running over to the return section. Okay. The cart oh. where the ones that haven't yet been reshelved. Oh my God. And then securing it, securing it. Okay. Yes. And, it's, and, and taking it in your car back to your home and knowing you've got it. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How long do those rentals last? A block? I mean, a, a week? <laughs> they, they last a buster. Blockbuster, not a block, but a buster. Blockbuster could return as a fetish object as a yes. sp- because we all crave that so deeply. Even yeah. if you just showed up and walked it to stroll it. With it, put a TCBY right next to it, okay? Oh, and so stop. it's the yogurt, a it's the that. Please, sweetheart. Okay, and then mm, that ritual is gone. Going to the going, okay. Are we forced to wrap up the episode? I think we might be. I want to say you've motivated me today. <laughs> I also want to go through your things because please, it's really fun when it's someone else's. You know, you just go, Jacqueline, right, wait, get rid of it. Are you offering yourself? Can I send you pictures of things and you tell me if it should go? Yes. Okay, I love this. And we could do some live ones at some point, like just like literally like I'm on Zoom or whatever, I'm on FaceTime and you just hold things up and I'm like, get rid of it. But the, the one Maria Kondo thing is that we're going to be nice to the objects. We're not going to be like, screw you. No, of we're not going to be mean not. to them. It's like you say thank you. You say thank you for what you've done to me, how you've served me. I love that. 
I am like so excited about the mall right now. Okay, okay, okay. We have to leave right we now. We gotta say goodbye though, okay? And by the way, good job, people. I did see more free offerings coming through this week. Uh, gifts. Yeah, thank you. Let's not uh, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Okay, let's okay. not get lazy, all right? Okay. <laughs> Bye. Love you. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.